0: So you wouldn't believe where I was Friday night when the news officially broke that West Virginia has for now ended its assistant coaching search and hired Gerard Parker as the new offensive coordinator and receivers coach and Jeff Koons as the new special teams coordinator and inside linebackers coach. Only Chris Anderson knows and he's not here to share that information. It is not a surprise if you know me that something happens when I'm trying to get a little personal time, but we did try to tuck this in before I took a break Friday night, and hopefully none of this was a surprise for you. Things did happen pretty quickly, pretty dramatically, not only this week, but certainly toward the end. We concluded with the culmination of a pretty tidy coaching search here. There is a pretty memorable scene in the movie The Town. There's been another bank robbery And John Hamm is fed up that this keeps happening on his watch. And he says, and I'm paraphrasing here because this is a family podcast. This is the NFA crew. You can fill in those blanks however you want. I picked up my phone after my activity Friday night. And I got a GIF from somebody who I've been talking to quite frequently this week. And the GIF in my text messages is that scene... From the town in which John Hamm says, this is the NFA crew. And he says, Neil Brown is NFA. If you ask me what did they accomplish this week over at the Pushkar Center, well, they not only filled in the two spots, but they did a pretty darn good job when you think about it. I'm not touting my hotboard as any sort of crystal ball. Um, Even though we did have Coons at the top of our second version, He was not on the initial list. Parker was not on the initial list. Um, Parker was too far gone in my initial evaluation. I circled back to some people who I got to know a year ago because Parker was a possibility. He ultimately landed at Penn State. But people told me, nah, not going to happen. I said, even though Penn State just hired Kirk Soraka... It kind of blocks the path to offensive coordinator there. Maybe Parker is looking around for someone more familiar and something with a little bit more of a trajectory. And the person said, nah, they got two coordinators already at West Virginia. Really good point. And West Virginia also had about $720,000 to spend. It'd be hard to get Parker ran a linebacker's coach at what you assume would be Parker's salary, especially if he wasn't going to be the coordinator. And then to be frank, we didn't really even know about Coons as a lock that he became to be right away. But people talked me into that and said he's the guy, and then we found out he interviewed, and voila, 24 hours later, he's on the staff. So from unlikely to finish business, that's pretty good work for West Virginia. And for Neil Brown, and for inside of two weeks, opening and closing, that part of his offseason for now. I'm not forecasting anything here. I'm not trying to say anybody deserves to go or that I know anybody's going. But we can do some simple evaluations here of the situation at hand. And we can tell that maybe something is up. Parker is the new offensive coordinator. I don't know that he'll be calling plays or not. I just know that there were two co-coordinators before. Matt Moore and Chad Scott, offensive line coach and running backs. We now have one offensive coordinator and one co-coordinator. Matt Moore... Is now the associate head coach. Still the offensive line coach. Chad Scott is still the running backs coach and still the co-coordinator. And Parker is your offensive coordinator. He will make five hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. That's kind of the big fish that people wonder would fit in the salary boat that West Virginia had available. So take his five twenty-five and then his five fifty. Jeff Coons comes at a salary of two hundred thousand dollars, which is one hundred thousand dollars less than he made at Ole Miss. I do not have his contract in front of me. I have not seen it. I'm not even sure it's attainable. I'll check. Presumably, he got hired away from a co-defensive coordinator position at North Texas to work with the Rebels. And presumably, he is not dumb and knew that was a tenuous situation. He likely had a multiple-year contract. He likely has good representation. He likely had a liquidated damages clause, which is a buyout. He is probably making money from Ole Miss. And even if he has mitigating language in his contract, which means, for example, if he makes $300,000 at Ole Miss last year and then again, presumably in 2020, and he makes $200,000 at West Virginia in 2020, Ole Miss would only pay him $100,000. But maybe they just have to pay him everything. I'm not sure. My point is that West Virginia is getting a bargain in Coons. He is at two-thirds of the salary he made last year, and I think it's fair to wonder and maybe even assume, if in that the Rebels are paying part of his salary this year. The tricky part about Coons' contract is that it jumps the following season. This is what makes me think he was probably on a two-year deal. He goes at Ole Miss. He goes from two hundred thousand to three hundred and twenty-five thousand in the second year. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo. Thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. So what do those numbers mean? 525 to 550, 200 to 325. Well, one, it shows that West Virginia will spend and spend more than maybe what is allotted. If you've been following our work, you know that West Virginia had $720,000 to spend based on the salary cap that Neil Brown has in his contract. He is allowed to spend up to $3.5 million. He was below that and had $720,000. Realistically, he had six hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars because defensive coordinator Vic Koenig is due a twenty-five thousand dollar raise on March 1st. Well, do the math on our head. 525000 dollars plus 200000 dollars is more than $695 and more than $720. So it's anywhere between five and thirty thousand dollars over. That cap of three point five is in the contract for a reason. I think it's more of a guideline than a ceiling. And certainly, if you get the right guys, Shane Lyons can be convinced to spend a little bit more. And he did. What's interesting, though, is that Parker gets a $25,000 raise for 2021. That Conan gets a $25,000 raise for 2021. And now Jeff Coons gets a $125,000 raise. That is $175,000 extra in salary next year. You also have seven assistant coaches who have expiring contracts next year. There's going to be something different either in the bank accounts or in the contracts or in the constitution of the coaching staff next year. The following year, I should say. But let's not fixate upon that right now. Let's not talk about the 2021 offseason where we are just barely In the 2020 offseason, Parker is a pretty big deal. Pretty decorated early in his career with some of the responsibilities and achievements that you'll find in his resume. Also spent six games as a head coach for Purdue at the end of the 2016 season. uh, From Kentucky, played at Kentucky, spent a year in the receiver room when he was a receiver and Neil Brown was a receiver. Knows the region, coached at Marshall, coached at Purdue. Spent some time under David Cutcliffe at Duke, and then now at Penn State. Nothing to dislike there, nothing to question there about what he's accomplished on the field. People who know him that I've had a chance to talk to say that he is an ace recruiter. He's going to know his way around this area, and he'll be able to find people that other people want, and that maybe other people haven't even discovered. And technically, he's very good with receivers. He knows what Brown wants. He knows how to get guys to all-conference or all-American or even the NFL level. So that's good. Probably the bigger of the two when you look at just names and the response online. My phone is not stopping. I apologize. Secondly, you have Jeff Koons, who will be the special teams coordinator in addition to the inside linebackers coach. There's some connections. He spent a year with Matt Moore at Louisiana Tech. He's done some special teams work when he was a secondary coach at Iowa State. Gene Chizik put him in charge of special teams, or at least had him working with special teams. That's probably a better way to put it. So he'll certainly know what he's doing there. It's an important part of what Neil Brown wants accomplished here. He's worked at Cincinnati. He's from upstate New York. He went to school at Auburn. He's coaching Texas. He's familiar with the Big 12. There's a whole lot that makes sense there. So for now, things look like they're sewn up. No openings, right? Just the question is, can West Virginia duck, dodge, elude, evade for the rest of the coaching cycle? We've got some late movement on the carousel with jobs at Mississippi State and Baylor and Washington State. You know things will happen. Staffs will be built. There are connections. There are connections between new head coaches. And coaches who were on West Virginia's staff. This is not the time or the place to start that rumor mill spinning. But we'll be on top of it. In the event that it happens. And if it does happen, we will start up another hot board. Which is honestly a pretty impressive response from everybody. I'm not sure if the content was impressive. Or if the response was more impressive. I'm not new here anymore, but it still kind of blows my mind sometimes the amount of attention and hunger that people will devote to things like this, which is kind of cool, though. But it's also infuriating where I think I get something cool when I'm trying to research Parker and the connections and what it would mean to get him here. And before I can update the hot board to the third version, word breaks that he is actually on his way. I will do better next time if we find ourselves in that situation again. And if you want to stay up to speed, well, hey. I got a deal for you. If you're not part of our VIP community, if you're just learning these things now, or if you just learn them Friday night and you want to be in the loop and you want to be the cool person at the water cooler or at lunch or at the bar, you got to get VIP, right? Well, Hey, how about two months for $1? Think about what happens the next two months. Recruiting a lot of basketball, Maybe some staffing in football. Who knows? And that will whet your appetite. And then you should keep your VIP membership. Because there are specials forthcoming there. But that is a conversation for another time. And that is all for this time. For 24-7 Sports, I am Mike Casazza. I'll talk to you later.